Right now at Safeway, earn four times rewards points when you shop for participating items with Safeway for you. Shop for items like Ready Whip Whipped Cream, Deer Park Natural Spring Water, Dan and Danimals Drinks, Philadelphia Cream Cheese, and 7-Up to earn four times rewards points with Safeway for you. Offer expires January 4th. Plus, get select holiday essentials like gift wraps, bags, holiday decor, lights, and more. Buy one, get one 50% off. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com or head in store for full offer details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for coming. Let me hand this over to Detective Carver, who can answer any specific questions. Kathy. What advice do you have for people in the town, particularly parents? The crime rate here is one of the lowest in the state. Um, this is a terrible, uncharacteristic crime. Um, we're in the early moments of what may be a complex investigation. Danny's life touched many people. We'll be looking at all those connections. If you or someone you know has any information, has noticed anything unusual, please come forward now. I'd urge everyone, don't hide anything. Because we will find out. If a member of your family or a friend or a neighbor has been behaving differently in the past days or weeks, please tell the police immediately. There will be no hiding place for Danny's killer. We will catch whoever did this. What advice do you have for the people in the town, particularly parents? The crime rate in this area is one of the lowest in the country. Um, this is a, a terrible anomaly. We are in the early moments um, of what might be a complex investigation. Danny's life touched many people and we'll be looking at all those connections. If you or someone you know has any information, has noticed anything unusual, please come forward now. Um, I'd urge everyone to hide anything. Because we will find out. If a member of your family or a friend or a neighbor has been behaving differently in the past days or weeks, please tell the police immediately. There will be no hiding place for Danny's killer. We will catch whoever did this. Hey guys, it's a US remake of the Custard TV podcast. <laughs> I am Luke, I'm the runner and editor of thecustardtv.com. Uh, joining me today is uh, Matt in the South. Never do that again. And Gary in the North. Well, it, it's the How? US remake. What? what? I, I don't, I'm going to do my American bit then. Eh? Howdy, partner. No? Okay. Matt's right, you know, we shall never do that yeah. again. Um, <laughs> never speak of that uh, again. If you are a long-time listener to this podcast, then you should just be coming out of a therapy session at this time on a Saturday afternoon. And you should remember that we did a, a podcast solely devoted to the start of ITV's Broadchurch, 
last year at about March time when it started and we were raving lunatics about it. Well, uh, not out of the ordinary. We were raving about it and we uh, were very um, enthusiastic about it. We were very lucky to get uh, interviews with writer and creator Chris Chibnall, Simone McCauley, who played the Australian hotel owner, Joe Sims, who played Nige, the aggressive... Um, Plumber and uh, Porn and Quirk's dog made a brief appearance on the yeah. podcast as well. So we had it pretty well covered. Um, we even did a podcast uh, solely based on the final episode, which saw Matt and Gary satisfied and me just a tiny bit disappointed, jaded, and angry. As, as are uh, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we thought it only right to cut the, uh, the, the TV after dark. <laughs> <laughs> we thought it only right to devote the same amount of time to at least the first episode of uh, Fox's US remake, uh, which was called Grace Point. It changed Broadchurch to Grace Point. It gave David Tennant an American accent. It made Olivia Colman into, um, into Breaking Bad's Anna Gunn. And uh, Pauline Quirk's now got a Alsatian instead of a Labrador. Everything's so weird. And Nick um, Nolte's in it. Yeah. Um, um, Before we get onto any of our opinions, I think it's fair to say that this can't be a well-balanced thing, because one thing about remakes is, whether you loved the original or whether you didn't, you can't unsee it. No. You can't not have seen Broadchurch and then... That's that's a very good start. I tried to think, you know, if I hadn't seen Broadchurch, Mm. you know, would Mm. I feel differently about Grace Point? Let's start with with the start. The, uh, Broad Broadchurch and Great Point shared a lot of things in common, at least on this first episode. The first scenes were almost shot by shot. This might be because director James Strong and writer Chris Chibnall were heavily involved in at least this opening episode, um, and it did it, you know blink for a second or lose your your thoughts, and you may think you're just watching Broadchurch again. The fir- the first scene with Danny on the cliff top with the yeah, uh, blood dripping from his fingertips was. I, I was personally a bit. I, I I I quite liked the fact that they followed that opening tracking shot with um, mm-hmm. Danny's dad going down the street bumping yeah, into people. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. I, I was but quite the glad. The one the, the one thing I didn't like was that even from that get go, I didn't really feel I knew who these people were yet. Yeah, in fact, I did because yeah. I knew Broadchurch. I knew who they were, yet as a viewer for the first time, I didn't really feel as well introduced to the characters as I, as I did from Broadchurch. And, and perhaps perhaps my problem as well, similar to that, is I wasn't emotional. You know, I go on about this a lot. I don't know if I have issues, but I wasn't emotionally. <laughs> you I don't do, know, but not I was, related to I, this. Yeah, well, I might have. I, I wasn't emotionally connected to them at all. From you know, and with with the Latimer family in in our mm. version, the original version. There was so much tension and build-up, and this fear, this feeling of foreboding about what they were going to find out, and I felt that emotion already yeah. for Jodie Whittaker and um, and Andrew Buchan's character, but not these. No, it's weird. Isn't I, it? I I think one of the things is that I I picked up on, and, and I don't know whether I don't know I might have to go back at some point. Is this episode felt very fast? in the sense of the storyline that I remember. An awful lot happens in episode one of Grace Point, and I don't know whether that much happens in the first episode of Broadchurch. I can't yes, honestly it remember. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, no, it, 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 didn't, it, 
it didn't feel like that. The bit that felt very rushed to me was the bit where she got out, the, the mum gets out of the car. It just mm. felt very... No, I think they did that well. If anything, that was one of my favourite bits of this first episode. I thought they did that better out of... Not wishing to pick holes. Do you think Jodie Whittaker, uh, the the lady playing Jodie Whittaker's character, was a bit young? Yeah, but I think that's not that's no. no, Jodie Whittaker's quite young. Jodie Whittaker's only mid thirties, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Just she felt more like a mum to me. Yeah, but Jodie Whittaker is is only I mean she's only a year older than us, Luke. She's born in eighty two. So she's oh, young. I have to remember, have to remember that when I meet her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, so I you're think she's a, probably about the same me. age. But yeah. I thought yeah. she the was one of, I again, felt I, was... Go on. I, I thought she was one of the better actors. Uh, her name is Virginia Cole. And I thought she... Yeah. Uh, of all of them, I thought she did best sort of conveying the emotion of the character. Obviously, again, trying to separate her from Jodie Whittaker... Mm. And just thinking about it solely as a different show, I thought, you know, she conveyed this emotion of a mother who'd lost her son better than it, sort of any of the other characters sort of reacted to the news. The actor who played Andrew Book- Bookin's character, the Mark Latimer, uh, is Mark that, um, Solano, is that Michael, Michael Pena? Michael Pena. He's been. He's Pena, I think. He just played that aggressively to me. Mm. I just I'd... thought, why, you know... Apart from when he show... went to look at the body, I thought he did that well. Yeah. But I, I seem to remember that Andrew Buchanan's character in the first series, you know, of um, Danny Latimer's dad, he was very kind of like the Jack the Lad, and, and when he found out, there was an anger in him. And there was a... And, and I felt that the scene in the, in the hospital in this version, though it, it wasn't quite as believable... There was that emotion where he said, I'm sorry, I should have been there to protect you. Which I don't know whether I quite got from the Andrew Buchanan thing. No. There was more that kind of hatred of an anger that my son has been taken away from me, not that kind of regret of I should have been there to do something about it. thought that was quite well, well done. My, my biggest disappointment was Anna Gunn, because although yeah. she had massive shoes to fill with Olivia Colman, you know, that I, role is hers. Uh... Anna Gunn, I know, I, have, I mentioned on a previous podcast how I'd only just finished yeah. Breaking Bad, and I think I'm the only one of the three of us to finish that. I, I know what Anna Gunn is capable of. She can, you know, hold She was a bit wet, wasn't screen. she? She was very wet. She yeah. didn't get that sort of grit that, you know, Olivia Coleman has a good balance between sort of this sort of emotional side and this sort of more, you know, determination to do the job. And I don't think mm. Anna Gunn got that second bit across. I think she was just on one level throughout, whereas Olivia Coleman sort of gave a multi-layered performance. And I think a lot of my issues with American dramas is that we we have people that feel very human and very... Mm you know, very realistic, whereas this cast were like, they were just reading... I, I have to the say, script. the other the other person I liked, and she wasn't in it very much, was Jackie Weaver, who played the Pauline Quirk uh, role, yes. Susan Wright. And I thought I think she is a great actress. She's an Australian actress who was in a mm. film called Animal Kingdom, which I is a really good film, and she's good at playing these sort of sinister, older females. I mean, they've made her look a lot like Pauline Quirk in this. She doesn't look like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, that's also she, for the US remake of Birds of a Feather. She has, <laughs> she has got like this a good sort of sinister presence about her, and I think when it 
when it goes on, I think she she's going to be one of the better I, characters. I must admit, when I when I saw that opening training tracking shot of of him walking down the street, I knew without even looking that's the vicar, that's the Paul yeah. Inkwork character. You they did do a very good job you know, they, the way he bumped into her in in the high yeah. street. You know, it was kind of a, and she did she did look kind of like out of place, quite menacing, as if she was mm. observing everything. Um, I mean, she could do a good being... sort of menacing drag of a cigarette, yeah. can't she? Um, <laughs> yeah. Also interesting... Re- Sorry, go on, Luke. I was just going to say, the problem with remakes is we rip them apart for staying too true to the original, because mm. we say, well, why don't they remake it? But we'd also rip them apart if they changed it too much. So they, they I know, I wouldn't. I, I'd like it oh. to have... I'd certainly like it to have a different... Ending. I wouldn't. I'd like it, it if they it changed it. Oh, good. I'd like it if they changed it up a little bit more. I think I would be happy with that. I wouldn't. I'd prefer that to a like a shot by shot. You know, like we had the shot as Gary said of him walking down the street. I don't think they needed to recreate that per se. I think you could have introduced the characters in a different way to how they did in in Broadchurch. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, I, I relate to is, is is this idea of the shot for shot remake. I remember that in the first episode of the U.S. Killing, they I did was very just much. Going to bring it up, you mind Well, reader. yeah. Sorry, it, they, they did very much make the first episode a shot by shot remake. You know, mm. the same camera angles, the same the same sort of rainy shots of uh, of Seattle as opposed to you know to to, to Norway or to, uh, to um, Sweden that it was in the killing. Sorry, Denmark, Denmark that it was in the killing. Denmark, sorry. <laughs> Almost so Tug. close, Tug. so close. Uh, but after that, they did make some very nice subtle changes in the US version of the killing. They made the ca- the, 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 the 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 co-detective a much more druggy, a much more uh, out-for-himself character. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the Danish version, he was very much you know, a, a, the partner of Sarah Lund. I don't know how much they can change these characters, because I think now they've established mm-hmm. most of them. Obviously, well, one think... of the changes is that the hotelier is, is an English act, English character. Yeah, but I think she'll still, she'll, she seems like she, because she came out in the first episode was like, oh, when can, when can I tell my customers that it's going to be, the reach is going to be open? She seems still, that's still very much that, that <laughs> central character. And I assume at some point they will introduce the fact, spoiler for Americans, that she's having an affair with the, the dead boy's father. Uh, unless she does no, she didn't have an affair with the dead boy's father, did didn't she? Didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she had, I don't In the, in the British, what I'm saying, in the British yeah, version, if they yeah, follow she that. Had, she had a, um, That's where he with, was on the night, wasn't it? She yeah. had a night with Tennant yeah. as well, which I got uh, Yes, she had a night, and, and didn't she find Tennant on the floor after his heart attack or something? Yes. Yes. Major spoilers for America. Well, part, of me, listen to... part of me wants to go on Twitter and go, Dear yeah. America, it's the policewoman's yeah. husband. You know, yeah. I it want to tell them. Well, the it isn't. It They're isn't. also, though, it can't be sort of a sort of shot for shot remake because there's another two episodes in this, isn't there? And, and they're the sort three, of. That's right, uh, yeah. Two, yeah. Ten, ten, eight. isn't there? There was eight. Although eight, their, their episodes will be shorter because an hour no. in America has more. Yeah, no. An hour in America has far more adverts than an hour in UK. Yeah. This was about forty-three so, but, minutes. This was my yeah, my but ours is forty-nine. Ours is forty-nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think get... I think you'll find I think you'll find Americans have at least one, maybe two more advert breaks in an hour than British TV does. But what I'm yeah, saying well, is the, I... the copy I have was forty-three minutes, and and yeah. ITV, you know, preview copies aren't that much longer than that. I don't yeah, think. Yeah. That is because it's the pilot, unfortunately. It will get cut down more. Oh, okay. I think an, epi- an episode of The Simpsons, for example, is 
19 minutes 5 seconds. Yeah. I thought it was about 22. No, it's a heck of a lot of adverts. And there's usually, for example, after the couch gag, there's usually a lot of ads, and Mm. then you get into the... So that they do it all differently. But anyway, um, while we're speaking of Tennant, that was a lot of people's criticism was that um, his accent was all over the place. They didn't quite know which part of the the country he was supposed to be from. Yeah. Um, It was weird enough for me to see Tennant do American, so... I can't really comment on whether it was a good or a bad American accent. You heard what I did at the start of the podcast. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> it, I, I don't know... And you lived that. in America for years. <laughs> and, I, yeah. and no wonder I wasn't accepted as a local. <laughs> did you feel I, that, that... I didn't feel the accent away? was particularly uh, annoying. I, I, I must admit, I didn't really pay much attention to it. In that sense, I thought he did okay with the accent because it wasn't a Dick Van Dyke British. It wasn't, you know a really bad accent. Okay, yes, it was a little neutral, but I don't yeah. think that's a bad thing. I, do, um, I, just... I, I just think I just think his character was a bit dreary and mm. dire, dire, you know, in the sense of, he really just looked like someone who really had the world of the weight I, on his shoulders. the just, world on his shoulders. Yeah. What they've done, just generally across the board, is just boiled down the character, you know, mm. they've watered down yeah. all the characters. Perhaps, the that's, why we bare felt, perhaps that's why we felt... That must be why we felt less emotion towards mm. them because they were watered down yeah. versions of I our. I think that's that's images. what it is. You know, they they sort of, as we said with Anna Gunn's character, they've just put you know Ellie Miller come back from uh, maternity leave, sort of quite emotionally involved, and that's how she's played it. She hasn't added none of these actors, no. and it's a shame with Tennant because he played the role. You know, differently to how he did in 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 the English version. But at the time when the news was announced, and I still feel this now, is why they felt the need to cast Tennant. Why couldn't they have got a a different actor in the role? Because if they, I, it, it's a shame I think that they didn't get him to use not his not his you know um, his mother tongue, his Scottish accent, but maybe the English mm. accent that he does so well, because they could have played with that and made him more of a fish out of water. An outsider, yeah. Yeah, made him more of an outsider. Yeah. But but that's something they picked, because they did that even with him being Scottish in Broadchurch, in mm. that tight-knit yes, community that yeah, he was a bit true, of an outsider. Actually. So it's a shame that they didn't use that, because I think it would have been But do you think Americans would have point. accepted a non-American in the lead actor role? You know, do you think it would have helped... Would have hurt them in connecting house? if they'd heard a foreign oh, no, he accent. Wasn't English in house. Well, no, he was. He was. He was. What well, he? You know, they, they, it, it, the the director didn't know he was English when he did his mm. when he was casting in house. You know, that's how good yeah. Hugh Laurie was. Um, I I think as again I bang on about this as the only one to have spent a long time in the states. I found a couple of things out. There are two. There are two Americans, really, in my view. There are Americans who are, you know, if you say garage instead of garage, it blows their mind. Mm. And then there are Americans who you speak to and you show them, like, our version of The Office and they think it's one of the best things they've ever seen. Mm. And I listened to a podcast today or yesterday uh, from two American podcasters who were saying how awful Grace Point was and how wonderful Broadchurch was, but they also loved Hinterland and Happy Valley and all these things. Mm. Um, so it would have been a risk to play uh, Tennant it, with an English accent, mm. but it would uh, have given the show something a bit more of a standout. I, 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 just, f- I just feel that they could just needed a fresh actor. Mm. I just think... You know, if you're remaking it, why are you why are you bringing in 
you know, Tennant, and why, you know, why is you know all the as you say the Chris Chibnall involved and James mm. Strong and and um, is it Euros Lynn as well is involved? Yeah, I think one of the other directors. I, and I think well, it's it's a bugbear, isn't it? Because yeah. you know, I imagine at the start they said we liked it so much and we want Tennant involved. They went great, and then suddenly somebody said, well. We'll have Tennant, but he's mm. got to play American. Yeah. I think the playing American thing must have come. I mean, he would have had to have auditioned. I mean, the American the American picking system is a bit different. I think you know they they would have had auditions, you know, for 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 that role. You reckon? And he would have had. To, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I mean, American. Surely studios, the series is a great audition tape. Yes, but yeah. he would have had to go in and read and read for the part. I mean, because of course, yeah. if he turned out to do a horrible American accent, then they probably Which would have been, kind of did. Said, yeah. they, no, I'm fairly sure that he, he, even though he is the detective from the other show, he would have had to read for the part like everyone else. I think I think some of the characters' names were interesting, but Emmett Carver will still be. I mean, most one of, of the them most have stayed the same, choices. haven't they? Most I mean, of them are the same, but Emmett Carver. Mm. I've they never have met him in my life. A few, obviously, you know, it's the Solano family now rather than the Latimer mm. family. Um, but that's because of where it's based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it mainly that... to do with the fact that the dad is Latino? I thought. Yes, that's but that's due to the location of where they've put the show. They've put it on the west coast of America, where there is an awful lot of of Latin Latin Americans. You know that kind of, mm. you know, the the major city was San Francisco. Where the, the reporter came look from. A bit, the, the problem is, it, uh, having lived there, it didn't look a bit like San Francisco because it wasn't it's San Francisco. Canada, and they they made it? no effort. It was it was uh, Vancouver. They made yeah. no. Well, they made they, they made no effort to make it look. Yeah, but they made no effort to make it look anything like San Francisco. Part um, of the shot of the Golden Gate Bridge. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> a, te- a shot of Tennant and. And down again, walking, you know, by the Golden Gate Bridge or through that. No, no, no. They're not in San Francisco. In Francisco. They're, they're, if you if well, you heard whatever. the bit where the reporter said uh, when they were in the San Francisco Globe. Well, they're in Grace Point, uh, aren't they? That's the they're in Grace Point. Point. <laughs> and they, yeah, but they yes. said they said. Where are a, they, Gary? Yeah, but they said it's how far away from San Francisco it was. It's okay. like Broadchurch and where were they? Dorset, were they? Is that right? Dorset yeah, Cornwall, yeah. So they were yeah. sort of outside of. The main hub of the place. Yeah. These were like, because like in Broadchurch, it was sort of like a fishing community, wasn't it? Primarily. Well, it was a seaside well, town, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. And it got the obviously. You, it was mainly a tourist destination, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah. <clears throat> and also another thing that threw me was the old, um, as you say, Nick Nolte's character, who in this was like, you know, because David Bradley played like a news agent, and he had a paper round, and that was all, yeah. you know, fairly easy to grasp in this it's sort of like a, a wildlife well thing, he seems to run he seems to run movements or something well that was i think they they seem to do sort of he seems to run trips out into the bay mm. in season and then out of season i think as you said he was running some sort of nature viewing i mean like i don't know i mean i suppose they're well, they in have that like part a, of the world, like, so. yeah i suppose that's something making it different but hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It just sort of seemed a bit more convoluted. Did you say than, that? Yeah. Why couldn't, they the 7, why couldn't we have the 7-Eleven, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, the podcasters that I mentioned earlier, uh, they are members of the the um, the press, obviously, uh-huh. and they got sent the there are ten episodes, as Matt said. They got sent seven uh, by oh, Fox on DVD, okay. and it is only on episode seven that the story starts to change. What they described a tiny bit. They they said in this podcast, oh, okay. that, which I might link it to actually. In yeah. here, they said in this podcast that there is a new character that wasn't in Broadchurch okay. that they feel is going to take the spotlight. Well, I was I was going to say that there was. I can't remember when he comes in, uh, but the psychic character. I thought he, he appeared in, in the episode first episode. one. He was. Yeah, there. but he wasn't. Was he? He was in Gracepoint. Yeah, he he was on a ladder, wasn't he? He was fixing something at the um at the hotel. He was on but a ladder. He didn't, fall, he didn't fall oh, see I didn't that. See that. Something. Yeah, yeah, he I was there, and, and you oh, well, saw him at the end as well, didn't you? When they were all all listening to the um the press conference, I thought he that was in the that vicar, final though. shot. Oh, was no, he? no, no, oh, okay. no. The vicar was there. No, the vicar passed mm. him, didn't he? After he speaks to the, ah, the hotel, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a guy yeah, on the ladder, yeah. oh, right. and he says, "You know, everything's breaking down, or something like that." He said, "Didn't he? You know, this place is falling apart." And the, I and didn't the, that. yeah, I don't know if he's a telephone engineer in this, but he's sort of, certainly like a, right. you know, a work a workman. Mm. Yeah. Like the general consensus appears to be that anyone who's seen Grace Point, uh, sorry, seen Broadchurch. Uh, has you know really turned against Grace Point for mainly the reasons we've spoke about in this podcast. However, I did get to speak on Twitter to somebody who um, knew about Broadchurch, knew what it was, but didn't actually see it. They are American. They said they gave Grace Point a go and hadn't seen Broadchurch, debated on whether to view it first, but decided it would probably make them biased. Uh, so I asked, how did they feel about it coming in French? Uh, French. <laughs> <laughs> My French is a bit rusty. Uh, <laughs> coming in fresh. Oh, fresh. Coming in fresh. God almighty, we've been all over the world this week. Okay, um, this person said they, they enjoyed it. They said it had quite a Twin Peaks creepy feel. Uh, the extra characters made them think that. They liked uh, Nick Nolte and they liked the Brit Hotel uh, owner. They said they were very intrigued to find out what happened, but... They did go out, um, because Grace Point aired on Thursday, on Friday, they went out and bought Broadchurch on DVD okay. and wanted to watch that as well. Uh, so I've, I've asked them to get in touch when they've seen Broadchurch. I did read a review, a press review from someone who hadn't seen Broadchurch and they were quite down on it as well. I can't remember if it was Variety mm. maybe or The Hollywood Reporter or something like that. And they and he had the review hadn't seen Broadchurch and, and thought it was quite a sort of... Weekly plotted well, murder was... mystery. Mm. 
I'll, I'll get up. Also, what surprised also what surprised me was although it aired on BBC America, which by no means is a big channel in the US, you have to pay for it as part of certain packages on cable. But six hundred thousand Americans did see that, and the majority of TV reviewers and people in the industry, sort of our counterparts, did seek out Broadchurch and feel the same way we did about it with such great affection. That surprised me. Um, so it does make you wonder why they remade it, because so many people have already got... I've got here a sort of selection of some of the reviews. Um, Entertainment Weekly had said it was solidly plotted, dryly observed who done it. Um, there was another one that felt that uh, David Tennant's performance was more pissy than pained. A cliche of the brooding bad manner detective with a bum ticker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New York Daily News said it was considerably more than a pale echo of Broadchurch and said it was a well-paced, multi-layered story. Uh, a lot of people seem to like uh, Anna Gunn's performance. Uh, the Huffington Post said it isn't much fun watching David Tennant struggle with an American accent when you've seen he's in Broadchurch. Ooh, which I think he, but I, well, I think that's fair enough. And Variety said that his speech was a Yankee accent that takes some getting used to. So... I think my problem with it was was what Matt said. It felt so watered down that at no point did it grab me and yeah. shake me and go... The oh, characters this, this are watered down. That's what I reckon. Mm. You know, it's sort of bare... Like, uh, character descriptions, and they've just sort of taken them as the sort of bare bones, haven't, like, um, altered them maybe for the US version, you know, added their own slant to them like our British actors did you know they added a bit more substance I think that's that's the and, and the, again the that, word. that realism and humanity mm. that, that I always bang on about um, over this last year I've I've grown up I've grown hairs and everything and I've become yeah. a human being who, who wow. is a bit more you know who is a bit more um, as your voice broke to TV no, that's still oh, okay. a work in progress. Um, so I, I sort of tried my hardest to broaden my uh, TV horizons, and all this time away from America has helped me do that. I enjoyed Homeland. I enjoyed Breaking Bad. Um, um, but I'm, I was yeah, trying. It took to you to leave I, America to watch American yeah, it television. Yeah, did. I think yeah. that they were too in yeah. my face the rest of the time. Uh, but I, I was just wondering if I, if I hadn't seen Broadchurch, I was looking at this as a US program. Mm. Would it have drawn me in? I don't think it would have. I think there wasn't enough happening and I didn't feel that tied to the character. I think I would watch episode two. I think um, America's, American television does a good introduction. They do pilots better than we do. This is a pilot. This is supposed to make you want to watch more. And they've done the online stuff. It's very reminiscent the way they've done this of a Fox program a few years ago called Harper's Island. Which oh, again yeah, was more... Was, which was a whodunit. Which BBC I think was on... I was going to say it was on BBC was Three, bizarre. I it was on and, BBC it, three. and it and it and it they nights. did do very much. Yeah, they did do very much a case of who is the killer. You know, tell us mm. who the killer is. Tweet I us your watch thoughts. That. Yeah, I did as well, and I I never yeah. I didn't get to the end, but I think I watched about four or five episodes. Oh, I did. Um, so I I do think America does the kind of glitz and the glamour of a whodunit better. I remember a television series called Murder One about twenty, about ten, fifteen years ago, that really, you know, went for the Who Done It episode. So I think America can do that, and if they have changed the killer, in which case it's going to make it different. I think I think there could be an audience. 
the audience was down on Thursday night from what it probably should have been, but Thursday's not a great night. There's live football on in America, American football. There's a lot of other big shows it was up against, Grey's Anatomy and things like that. So, Scandal's also very big. Scandal, yeah, very, very, very popular on a Thursday. So, mm. very difficult to tell whether ratings, how although ratings are fair. Bro- although I've broadened my horizons, I, all the shows that I do enjoy and that I have devoted my... Um, my time to none of, not yet aside maybe from the good wife not yet have i found a network show that i love um and i think maybe network play it i said aside from the good wife all right sorry maybe possibly uh, so what, are we talking are we talking just drama because you like the we, office well, yeah uh, yeah i like the office and i like the rest of development mm. so just drama i mean the ones i've liked to be under breaking bad homeland um, none of those are network shows. They're all. I I would suggest to you that if you went back and started NCIS from the beginning, you would like it. I don't have nineteen years spare. Well, that, yeah, I know, but that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. Network Television in America, when it's popular, when it's good, it, it gets yeah. you know, it gets it gets. Re- re- it's like re- me re- saying re- to you, have you got time to go watch Coronation Street from the start? You yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, I suppose in that, that sense, NCIS is like a soap now. Yeah. But earlier yeah. on, it had strong characters, it had strong plot lines, yeah. and it had strong action. It was a very good show, but of course, if you weren't watching it from the beginning, you're right, there is now just too much of it. And the character yeah. development now means that if you dip in now, you're scratching your head. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know whether um, Chris Chibnall really ever t- tweeted about how it went down. Um, in fact, he hasn't. He hasn't spoken... And it is funny to me how the same people can be involved, the same writers at the helm, at least for this first one, and I still... There's just something not there. And yet, how can it not be when it's the same people involved? Um, do you think it was a bit... Do you think maybe the casting was a bit rushed? And so I don't think so. Get... I just think it's the sort of the characterization. I think. And I know you said they're involved with the writing, but I maybe it's like, you know, they thought... That you know, we did this in England and it worked so well. We don't need to change it. We don't need to sort of alter these characters for the for this new version. And I think, as a result, it's just felt you know, as I said, a bit watered down, a little less substance. Um, and how much do you think as well? It's a little more done for the money rather than anything else. Is that a absolutely? How did you feel about the, 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 the actual layout for the show in the sense of the, the way in which they'd shot it and, and the village or the area that they'd chosen? Do you feel that that was something that it, 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 Americans relate to, that kind of small little seaside-type village? Where I, I'm not sure, because I think in this country we've all got yeah. quite fond memories of like a Blackpool or a Bournemouth or a Brighton exactly. or a Skegness, yeah, whereas I, I don't know on. in America whether they have quite that, that culture. You're spot on. You're spot on. If you live there, you get it, but there's a lot more of America that doesn't look like that, and it's yeah. not like Americans mm. go on holiday in the same way we do and, and visit these places, so it, it may be well, a slight... At the end of the day, we are an island, aren't we? So, it, it wasn't so... Very true. Maybe it wasn't so picturesque to look at the setting, but of course it had to be the setting. Um, Chris Chibnall always said, even to me on an interview that we did, uh, that the the story primarily wasn't a murder mystery. It no. was about the close knit community and the ripples uh, and the effect that it has on those people. This terrible thing that happens. Um, 
I think they set that out well, actually, in the first one, because I was, from the very beginning of ours, I was very much con- concerned with who had done it. Mm. Uh, and I wasn't overly bothered at the end of this one who had done it. Mm. I, I did... I suppose oh, that's where the, the, that's where the Twin Peaks link, link in comes in well because Twin Peaks started off as a whodunit, you know, the whole who killed. Um, oh gosh, I've forgotten her name. Isn't that ironic? Laura, Laura, Palmer. Palmer. Laura Palmer. Yeah, Laura Palmer. And, and again, that was a, a small Seattle town, a Washington State town. You know, that was very much you know a, a small, well-kit community, all based around this logging firm. You know, and again, it's maybe you're right. Maybe they could have been more selective in what they chose. Uh, maybe they should have gone for something more resortish, you know, maybe uh, more like a, you know, like a, a Floridian town or something like that. Places where people might have gone to. Also, I mentioned it on Twitter. I will mention it on the podcast for those who didn't read it. I will never be able to enjoy Grace Point because they removed the bloody Twitter line that I loved so much. The what? Uh, because of the way bloody Twitter the way Tennant rolled his R's when he found out that the, um, the, the oh, yeah. identity yeah, no, had been leaked. Yeah. Bloody Twitter! I love that, and they got rid of it. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Let's talk briefly about remakes that work. The Killing, I just watched episode one of the US Killing now, having watched uh, the uh, original version last night, just to compare. The only yeah. real advantage to watching the US one was that you had to do a little less reading. Mm. Yeah, the lack of subtitles, yes, that does make it interesting, yeah. I mean, we've talked, obviously, in length about The Office, which sort of only deviated from the um, British version in in Series 2, really. The first, they did sort of a... Did they do a six uh, series one? Yeah. And it was sort of almost like for like, but again, because it's a sitcom, you know, they can sort of get away with that more than a drama. Mm. Yeah, and I think as well, it, the office didn't go down well. The American office didn't go down well. Not because a lot of people had seen the British. In fact, most people, some people I bet now still don't know it's an original. Well, British there's show. there's three three but, comedies that I can think of where I've seen the pilots of, and I don't think they ever got past pilots. Number one was Red Dwarf. The Americans tried to remake that, and it was terrible. The second was... Uh, the IT crowd, which, you know, I would have thought might have translated oh, to an American I'd love to have, I never saw that. It was Joel McHale from Community. Finally, it's, it's, it's on, didn't he? Indeed, it's on, it's on YouTube. It's not actually that bad. Um, I, I think that it's pretty good, but the Americans just didn't get it. And then the third one, and I never thought this was work, was Coupling, because Coupling itself was kind of oh, like I a British... Coupling. Coupling was coupling. like a British version of Friends. Therefore, I yeah. never really thought that the Americans would translate Coupling back very well. Yeah. I think I mean, again, they did one a couple, of the, didn't one they? Of the cast? Long Go on. They, they took Sarah Alexander, who recently That's appeared in, in Jonathan Creek and, of course, the original coupling, and put her in there. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. It just I mean, well. some of our older sitcoms, they, they translated into long-running ones, didn't they? Like um, Steptoe and Son. Steptoe and Son, um, Son yeah. Till Death Do Us Part but, became All in the Family. But they and, made, um, they made changes Company that made... Became, or Man About the House became Three's Company. Yeah, right. Now, Who's the Boss was translated the other way, wasn't it? It became the upper hand over here. Uh, for... Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Um, but I well, think those sure. things... Uh, a recent example as well would be one that never made it onto TV uh, was the Gavin and Stacey one, Us and Them, which which never... Which all we got all we got was the trailer. Trailer. Apparently, yeah. fun there... fact, it actually it aired in uh, South Africa. 
So there you go. <laughs> Fan- oh, fantastic. Shit, we didn't see it last so week. It, so we it sort of does exist, so I wonder if we can find a copy of it somewhere floating around. Well, there's, what, didn't they also do... Didn't E4 show the... Um, Names. <laughs> the, 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 four, the four blokes who go on in between us. Now, in between us, America. Yeah. Thank you. And then yeah, they, MTV showed that. Skins as well. Was, um, skin, well, not only skins. The oh, flipping egg. I mean, the Queer as Folk one did well, didn't it? Queer as Folk USA. Shameless. There was Shameless US as well. Wasn't yeah, that it? did well. That, that does that, well. That doesn't it? I mean, that's a cable. Think, yeah. Yeah. Occasionally things slip through the net, but I think the Americans have never tried to remake Doctor Who, unless you count that awful film with Joe McCann that was very Americanized. I would. There were three incarnations Paul, of uh, an American remake. Paul, yeah, of... it was a McCann. I got that bit right. <laughs> there were three American remakes of the Royal Family that never made it on screen. Forty Tower really they tried to, to do, that. didn't they, as well? About yeah. four or five times. Yeah. In a... Yeah. But I, d- I will never, as long as I have breath in my uh, supple body. I will never understand why we, why the Americans feel the need to remake our stuff. We would never remake 24. We would mm. never remake... We, try, we have tried to remake a few of their sitcoms over the years. As I said, the upper hand. Yeah. We tried to do that 70s show. That flopped. Um, Golden Girls with Brighton Bells. That flopped. I think but they tried think, to do I mean, Married with Children with Russ Abbott. Humor, you, I, I think you can... God, thank God that didn't happen. Married for Life, I think that was called. They, it was, a, think, it was uh, a remake of Married with Children with Ross Abbott. Think, uh, halfway think, through, did he start of, singing, I've got an atmosphere? I think uh, sense of humour is a different thing, though. I do mm, I think. Yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 but, I but suppose why, what we need to why? know as well, if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you think that you know either a British to American or American to British remake that has worked... Then, then let us know. Or one that you right. think has bombed. Oh, you know, there are for, plenty of... for ages, didn't it? That was on for about eight yeah. series. Yeah. I mean, it worked. Another one I'm thinking um, of recently was they tried to do Prime Suspect, didn't they? With they Maria did, Bello. Yeah. That, yeah, but why? That, that was terrible. In, like, 2011. I was like, yeah. why? Yeah. Uh, Prime Suspect, <laughs> I remember Suspect watching was it. pretty popular in, in, on, CB, on uh, PBS, so... Yeah, I mean, like what I meant, what was. a show I mentioned to Luke recently, and Gary's probably seen this as well, The Closer was very similar to yeah. um, Prime Suspect in that it had a, a female yeah. lead and well, a I, lot of I male... Mentioned, I mentioned on the last podcast that I watched a programme called Canterbury's Law, which to me was very similar to, to Silk. I think even though they won't have mentioned it, they will have picked up on some of the themes from that and, and the lead character. So I, I do think Americans but watch they, British they television. Do, yeah, well, they do look at... I think that's when they're doing these pilot seasons. They do look yeah. at what's popular in Britain. I mean, uh, they, they tried Bad Education this year, didn't they, with Jack Whitehall, and that, that never got picked up, did it? Um and another one, uh, I suppose, outnumbered. They tried the syndicate as well with the the silly fat woman, as yeah. Luke calls her. Um, that never, that never made it past a pilot. I think that makes me sound awful, doesn't it? <laughs> that does. Uh, okay, so that is great point. I've seen one. I'm not well, going to. Can I, watch can, I the can I ask for it? Because can I ask for a score out of ten for the first episode? Doesn't matter whether you link it to Broadchurch or not. What would you I'm give that? nicer four. Okay. Matt? Five or six. I'm leaning towards five and six. A half. I'd, I'd, I'd say six. Yeah, okay. 
So there you are. That's the that's above average, I suppose. If you take the mean, it's a mean is about five. No, there, it's not. It's average. <laughs> well, yeah, no. So between the three, therefore, <laughs> yeah, above no, average, it's, it's be just... about seven. <laughs> Oh, that, that's good, surely. Anyway, we're not arguing about rating scales here. We'll do that, we'll do that off air. Uh, but so, oh so in order, in order, to, in order to, but I mean, I think I will watch the second episode. And of course, we know it's coming to ITV or ITV Two or ITV Seven later this year. Yeah, it yeah, is coming be... to ITV. Okay. It, yeah, why I don't know. Probably in, adja- um... in advance of, of Broadchurch Two, I would have thought. So they'll mess up the Sony... scheduling, as you said. Yeah. Yeah. The... Broadchurch two, yeah. Broadchurcher. Is the, I mean, they spoke about this as well on the other podcast. Broader and church, yeah. Is, is there any chance, like a lot of American shows will go, is there any chance that this does so poorly, not because it's a Broadchurch remake, but just to mm. interest people, that we actually don't, don't get yeah. the rest of it? That might be the case. It's very unusual for Fox to do ten episodes of something. Therefore, I believe they'll show it. If it was twenty-four and it was bad, they'd cut it. They wouldn't show you the second half or something. I just think with it only being ten episodes, I think they'll stick with it. If they've put it on Thursday night, they know that it's going to struggle in the ratings until it gets an audience. They know it's not going to get. Uh, it's going to have to build its audience over the weeks. I tend to think it will last in America. Whether it gets a second series, that's difficult. I don't think they'll... they'll... Well, you never know, no. you never know. But I, 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 I think that's more more difficult to predict. But I think ten episodes means that they'll get they'll, you'll get the full run in this series. Uh, by the way, if anyone from the government is listening, we found Broadchurch uh, Grace Point legitimately. And we do yeah. not want our computer seized. My Uncle Don. Uh, but apart from that, yeah. Uh, if you have anything you would like to say to us, Greg's Point Broadchurch, or just, you know, you want to ask how our day's been, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the custard TV. It's worth mentioning as well if this is the first podcast of ours you've had the pleasure of spending time with. There is loads on iTunes, and we do it weekly every week. So there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> as opposed to doing it weekly every other week. <laughs> Well, that's what we used to do. We used to do weekly every Once months. a month. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I am on Twitter. Um, my Twitter name or handle or uh, username or just that will do. Yeah. At Luke Custard TV. Uh, Gary is at The Gary Show and Matt is at Matt's TV Bites with a crazy amount of T's. You won't believe the amount do, of T's. Do you that notice Matt that we don't, we don't get allowed to give out our own Twitter names anymore, Matt? Do you notice how that's changed? Yeah. <laughs> you can um, listen every week. It's the Custard TV podcast, the one place on the web to get all your favourite TV news, reviews, and previews uh, read out by three people who care far too much about what broadcasters do with the telly. Thank you, guys. A pleasure. Bye. Bye. The Jeep Black Friday sales event is here with incredible deals on a wide selection of Jeep 4x4 vehicles. Right now, get 15% below MSRP for an average of 11514 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE Overland or Summit. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 11514 average based on 15% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee 4xE Overland and Summit models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 1130. Jeep is a registered trademark.